My name is Jonathan Bryant, and I have the privilege of serving as the Chief Administrator of Lincoln Charter. I have been with the school since 2007. The purpose of this podcast is to highlight some of the amazing staff and stakeholders that we have at Lincoln Charter and to share some of the college experiences of our guests. As we all know, college preparation is the goal of Lincoln Charter. I am also a former middle school social studies teacher, so I'm always interested in storytelling and finding out more about the individuals that make Lincoln Charter a great school and community. You may ask, where does Edge of the Airy, our title, come from? You likely know that an eagle's nest is an airy, which obviously has meaning for our eagle nation. And it's my intention for this podcast to give you a perspective from the Lincoln Charter community. Therefore, each episode will come to you from the edge of the airy. As you likely know, Lincoln Charter is one of the oldest and largest public charter schools in North Carolina. We were founded in 1998 and we have a K-12 campus in Lincolnton and Denver. So let's get to today's guest. I will be speaking with the amazing Dr. Shannon Clements, who is currently our interim 7 through 12 building administrator at the Denver campus. She has been an Eagle since 2019, and she's also a leader within our DEI committee and an overall amazing educator who has helped to push us to new heights during her time at Lincoln Charter. Dr. Clemens, welcome to Edge of the Airy. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So if you could start by telling us a little bit about yourself, your interests, your uh, background and whatnot, if you don't mind. So I, I hail from the biggest little football town in the world, made in North Carolina. Beautiful. And, um, we are world known for football. So I'm a graduate of Maiden High School. Um, a little bit about me. Family is important to me. Strong family ties. Education has always been important important. One of the things that I can remember, my grandfather, who had a sixth grade education, always told us, get as much education as you can and don't ever stop. And so those are the influences that have just kind of pushed me to where I am. I love to serve. That's one of my my things is serving people. So I serve in my sorority, in the community, in my church. Um, and I think even just what I do every day, I get to serve people. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what's important to me. A little bit about who I am. Um, gosh, just a free spirit kind of like to do a lot of different things. Um, don't have one thing that I would say, this is just my niche, but you know, relax unless it's relaxing, going to the spa, something like that. But otherwise just, um, love to try new things and, um, and experience life. Mm -hmm. I've always been inspired by your family's emphasis on education. And I know that's a big part of not just you, but other family members, mm-hmm. um, the, the importance of education and bettering yourself. And so I've always appreciated that about you and um, your uh, it's obviously a strong family connection. Absolutely. We um, we are together as much as we we can be. Um, and that's not just family who's local. But during COVID, we learned that we have to find different ways of doing that. So we started once a month. We get together and just kind of talk. We do prayer. We come, we just come together that way. Mm-hmm. And um, and even since COVID, we've continued doing that once a month just so that we can see each other's faces and, and just support each other. And we do that all the time, however we can. Yeah. That's great. Zoom. So zooming. You're zooming. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Zooming has been the best thing and worst thing at the same time. So, um, so, so right. yeah, we, we come together as much as we can through Zoom. And now that we can get together a little more, we're already planning our summer cookout that we do. Mm-hmm. We close the road off. The police know they come down and eat with us. And um, we do it in Maiden in front of my grandparents' house, um, which is vacant at this point. But we still it's still like our gathering gathering spot. That's great. So so we'll we're already planning that for the summer. Beautiful. Come on down to Clemens Avenue. Clever. As a matter better as a matter of fact. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Maiden famous. Gotta love it. Um well thank you for that. Um Tell us, uh, tell us our listeners a little bit about your relationship to Lincoln Charter and maybe talk a little bit about what you do uh, within the scope of your influence in your job. So, um, as you said earlier, I'm the interim 712 administrator finishing up year two here at Lincoln Charter School and um, enjoying my time here. I have had the opportunity to come in and first work with our middle school and just honestly love what Lincoln Charter stands for. Um, the college prep and being able to work with educators who are also taking that focus and putting it in their classrooms and just being able to collaborate and create the best opportunities for students. Um, And that has really been one of the great parts about working here, Um, being able to to continue to create and plan for students and their success and how they move through. I think the K-12 campus is such an advantage of being able to move students from kindergarten through Mm -hmm. 12th grade and, and work together with other administrators to create those opportunities. So it's it's a continuous flow for kids and there's not gaps that that are barriers for kids moving from one fan of grades to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we do see them, we have the opportunity to sit down with someone right here on your campus and work through those things. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely know in my experience, having been here for a few more years than you, it's so such a unique and awesome experience to watch kindergartners migrate up through middle school and then graduate, you know, eventually graduate. And uh, just saw an alumni that popped in to see somebody earlier today and you get to see the whole continuum, which is, which is pretty special. So absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about anything that you appreciate um, particular parts of Lincoln Charter that you appreciate that might be meaningful for our listeners? You know, there is such a community feel here. I think during COVID we lost some of that, but you still have the 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 atmosphere and the the idea of a very family oriented campus where families are welcomed onto campus and a part of everything that we're doing for students and you don't see that all of the time in schools and here i think because of the k-12 you see that even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the focus on academics is, I think all schools are focusing on academics, but I think here we have the opportunity to really hone in on college prep and what that means for our students. And it's not just about going to a four-year college or university, but having the attitudes and skills to be successful wherever you go after high school. And those things are important and in such an opportunity for students um, to know that you have a school that's focused on your future. Everything that that we do, everything that we're putting in place, it's about getting you to where you want to be after high school and you being successful once you get there. I appreciate that. It's a that's a perfect segue into if you could tell us a little bit about your college experiences. You uh, have a recent college experience that you might want to uh, that you might want to mention. Um, but I know you've you've had the opportunity to attend several institutions, and if you could tell us a little bit about that, um, I'd appreciate it. 
I completed my undergraduate degree at NC State. Go Wolfpack. We're not. Never, never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Always going to be a Wolfpack. Mm-hmm. Um, completed my master's in school counseling at Lenore Ryan University and um, add on licensure and administration through Appalachian. And thankfully, just recently completed my doctorate in education at UNC Charlotte. So um, several experiences in college and um, glad to take a break for a bit. Yep. Yeah. Well, congratulations. On Absolutely. Thank the, you so the much. New, the newly minted doctorate. You And you have the opportunity to experience a private smaller institution mm-hmm. and some larger institute, larger public institutions. Mm-hmm. Did did you feel like those provided the experiences that you needed, um, even though they're, I'm sure, very different experiences? Yes, uh, very, very different. Um, Lenoron, definitely, a, you know, being a small private institution, people were more accessible to you mm-hmm. um, at times. And so at NC State, even UNC Charlotte, I had to make those connections and make sure I, I did the right things to connect to people, whereas at, at Lenore Ryan, it was much easier to navigate something. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, different experiences. I chose UNC Charlotte specifically because I wanted to go to a more urban university mm-hmm. and get the experiences there. So when I was looking for, for my doctorate program, I could have gone to Appalachian. It would have been an easy transition, um, but I wanted a different experience um, because I thought that would be important for my own growth. Good for you. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's great to have, I'm sure, to have all of those experiences and hopefully you were able to get the best parts of all of those, all of those institutions mm-hmm. while you're there. So can you tell our listeners a, maybe a piece of advice or something that you wish that you knew prior to going off to college? You know, I think with me coming from a small town, it's important to get as many experiences as possible. Um, I started going to summer camps as soon as I could the summer of my sophomore year because the world is so big and so wide and there's so much out there. And the more experiences that you can have, it's just helpful going into college because you you learn so much. There There's so much diversity um, everywhere and you don't want to close yourself off to anything, but be open to be open to learn. So I think in high school, taking the opportunity for experiences as often as possible and putting yourself in experiences that may be uncomfortable or unfamiliar mm-hmm. um, is important to just help your own growth so that when you are in college and you're seeing things that are like, whoa, I've never seen that in Maiden ever before in my life, you're not shocked and you're, and it doesn't scare you away, but you're open to learning about everything that's out there. Yeah, that's beautiful. The, the experiences that you had in college is there anything that you think prepared you for your current role or or prepared you for just life in general? I think, of course, the academic pieces, the classes, the coursework prepare you for for whatever job you're going into. Um, but I think there are opportunities also for networking with your professors and others on on your college campuses that that help you in other ways, just help you to grow and expand um, internships and volunteer opportunities on your college campuses. I remember going into like um, working with a middle school group of kids on the weekends and we had workshops and things like that, but it was an opportunity for me to serve, but it was also an opportunity to kind of get work with kids, um, mm-hmm. which is what I wanted to do. So, so I think taking advantage of things that are on your campus, um, 
I worked with our, I was an orientation counselor, summer orientation counselor for, for freshmen coming in. So just taking advantage of the opportunities that are before you to help grow you and expand you. I think those are the things, um, building strong connections with people. You know, some of my best friends are people that I met in college mm-hmm. and I still have lots of connections there. And so, so it's important to, to take those opportunities to network. If you can volunteer, do that extra activities, there are sports and all sorts of things, but use those opportunities to to grow yourself and to just expand your knowledge. Those connections become important mm-hmm. and, and and connect with people, like genuine connections with people. Yeah, great. Thank you for that. Is there anything that you would have done differently in college if you had to go back and do it all over again? I, there are times, <clears throat> small times, so I would, I would study harder. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure there were, there were times where I could have said, I should study right now instead of doing something else. Um, And so, but that was an opportunity to learn about time management and all those things. But, um, but, you know, I think I, I'm sure I could have studied harder, especially my undergraduate. As I, as, as you go through and you start really paying for those things yourselves, paying my own way, it became really important. I'm going to study right now because I'm spending my own money. I think we could all say that to some extent. But hopefully your studying did not get in the way of your total and complete education. It did uh, not. So that's, yeah. that's good. Can you talk a little bit about and tell us about some of the student life activities, extracurricular type things? Uh, I think you've mentioned some of them a little bit um, uh, earlier. Talk a little bit about some of those opportunities that might so, give some perspective for um, our listeners. Yes. So I I think I shared earlier, I was an orientation counselor Mm -hmm. um, with with freshmen coming onto campus at NC State. Um, I also served as a peer mentor um, with freshman students and um, joined a sorority while I was in college, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And I'm still involved um, with my sorority through our alumni chapter. So made some great connections there and still still able to to work in that arena. Um, For a short while, I worked with our football program. I was a stately lady. and um, helped with recruiting and got to go to football games and have great seats at every home game. So, um, so yeah, so there were some advantages to that, but, you know, even working with different organizations on our campus um, through Black Student Alliance, through other avenues, connecting with people who were doing things and finding opportunities. I got to work in our student center for a little while, just kind of as a little intern, but just just taking those opportunities to be on campus, a large campus like NC State, you have to find places to connect Mm -hmm. or you could get lost. Right. Um, there and you can't be everywhere, but you find your niche, you find your little place to be mm-hmm. and connect there. Um, but because it's easy to get lost, it would be easy to do that yeah. on a campus that size. You have a lot of what what sounds like a lot of really great opportunities. Did you ever feel like it was tough to find a balance of being involved academics? I know that was one thing that I mm-hmm. maybe struggled with in in college was the newfound extracurricular life um, with through clubs and organizations and service and then academics and sort of living on your own for the first time. Was that a struggle with you with sounds like all the things that you had going on? You do have to figure out your balance. And part of that you do through your friend group. So 
a lot of my friends, we had the same interest. And mm-hmm. so we would say to ourselves, now it's time to study. This is our study time. And then this is going to be the time that we're going to do something else. So a lot of that is being careful about the connections you make, because I saw people who partied all the time mm-hmm. and I didn't see them anymore after freshman year. I also knew what my mother expected of me. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> and um, she was not going to be expecting me to come home after freshman year. So I knew that there were some things I had to do and make those choices. But you do have to find balance because you have to study. Um, but you also want to make time for those other activities that that are important as well to your to your personal growth. That's great. Are there any at Maiden, biggest little football town in America, right? Um, In the world, world, excuse me. Um, Were there were there choices in high school that you made that you felt were contributed to your success in college? I studied in high school. Um, That was important. Good for Um, you. Studied in high school. Again, I think I shared earlier, took advantage of those summer opportunities to um, grow. I went to summer ventures up at Appalachian, spent six weeks there after my sophomore year of high school, um, camps at NC State. But doing things like that, I think in high school, it's an opportunity to really um, build build your skills when it comes to like organizing your time. How do you manage, especially if you're you're in school, you're working because I worked when I was in high school, um, but managing your time, how do you how do you do all of that? Mm-hmm. And so high school is an opportunity to learn that. And really, you know, when you're in high school, you don't think about it. But I think about my high school teachers now and some of the things they shared. Um, so really, you know, building relationships with your teachers. I think about my senior English teacher who is my friend on Facebook now, and she is in her early 90s. She taught all of my family going through high school. She knows everybody. But, you know, those like I still connected with her and Mm -hmm. she still she knows who I am after all these years. But connecting with your teachers, listening to what they have to say to you, listening to the advice, learning so that you can take all those skills with you and not have to try and learn it once you get to college and you have to figure it out there. But there's lots of things you can figure out while you're in high school and work on and, and be and help to prepare prepare you for your next step. Beautiful. That's great. Speaking about a, a teacher that was impactful to you, um, and and you said that was a high, a high school English teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a. Uh, I think that's going to be a common theme with our with some of our interviewees um, because it, uh, for me it was uh, high school English was was one of the teachers that was super impactful. Um, can you? Is there anybody in your your life that has that you would consider a mentor, hero that you want to give a shout out to? Yeah, I think there are a lot. There's so many people when I think of that. But, you know, my mom is probably one of my biggest influencers, mentors. Um, my dad died when I was 10. So my mom became a single mom of two girls. I was 10. My sister was 12. Mm-hmm. And what I saw my mom do, I don't think I see often. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom never dated. She did not remarry. She focused on us and made sure we had everything that we needed. And um, now my mom is, I can't say her age. She would. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to have any breaking age. news here. But, um, 
But, you know, now I have the opportunity to take care of her Mm -hmm. and make sure she has what she needs. And so when she calls, I answer. And um, and it's just such a blessing to to have watched how she lived her life before me um, and my sister and made sure that we had every opportunity that she never had growing up. Um, She went to community college, you know, when she graduated high school, but she'd never gone to a four-year college. So she was like, we've got to make sure you have this and we got to make sure you have that. Making sure we're connecting with the right people and figuring out what we need so that we can we could do what we wanted to do. And for every step of the way, she's been there and, you know, and, and it's a blessing. So so she would be my person just knowing the sacrifices that she made for us for to make sure we could we could do what we wanted to do. Sounds like she is leaving a legacy that Lincoln Charter is benefiting from. So kudos to your mom. That's great. Great lady. Dr. Clemens, can you tell us something that most people who are familiar with you would not know? Okay, so so after Black Panther, that was my first Avenger movie. I've great, become, great movie, by the way. It was a great movie, but I've become an Avenger fan. Okay. Like, so, and that's never been my thing, like superhero kind of stuff. That's never, never <laughs> been my thing. But now, you know, like Captain America and, mm-hmm. you know, just all that. I Those are things that I can sit and watch now that I would never have, you know, never. People would not know. Like, I don't even know if my sister would know that that's my thing right now like breaking news breaking news here on the edge of the eerie i know i know like (laughs) ready to jump out the nest do you do you feel like there's too many avenger movies there are lots of them and so so i'm not that one i'm not keeping up with like everything but yeah there's a lot of them well i might be inspired now yeah to to check some out because I, i have not dedicated the time but Black Panther was excellent. Yeah. And uh, so maybe I'll put that on the list. There you go. A couple of other quicker questions that may help us to get to know you a little bit better. Um, This might sound random, but do you like burgers? I do. Your ideal burger, what toppings are are we talking about? So I typically go for the Carolina style. That's... Okay. For those that do not know, I think I know what you're talking about, but for those who don't know... Coleslaw. Yep. Chili, mustard, onions. Okay. In Maiden, there's some little restaurants in Maiden that you need to go for your your Carolina style burger. Okay. Do you want to give a shout out to any of those restaurants or should they remain... Um, anonymous or a, a local secret. Well, you know, when you go, there's not much in Maiden. So <laughs> when you ride through town, you'll probably pass all of them. So um, is there anything that you would like to brag about or anything that you're particularly proud of recently or overall in your life? Gosh, I'm excited to have finished my my doctorate. I'm excited to have that behind me. Um, that has, it's been, I've been working on that for a long time. And there were times when I thought, gosh, why am I doing this? And should I stop this process? Um, so I'm excited to have completed that journey. Very good. Well, congratulations again on that. I know that's, uh, that does not just happen. 
So a lot of hard work that, that's that's part of that. So final question, what is, is there any music that is sticking in your head right now? Anything that any song or anything that is um, that's speaking to you right now? So we, we just had PD and we had to share a song and my I had to had to start by saying I don't listen to the lyrics. Fair enough. I just listened to the, the music and it was DMX. OK. Rough Riders Anthem, mm-hmm. like the song, the energy of the music. I love it. It's a little not old, the words. A little old school. It's a little old school. So yep. I, old school rap mm-hmm. um, would probably be my thing. So growing up, this is interesting. People don't know. Growing up, getting ready for school in the mornings, we listened to country music radio. So Reba McIntyre, Dolly Parton. Kenny Rogers, listen to all of the gambler. I could recite all the lyrics because that's what we listen to in the mornings, getting ready for school. Okay. Local radio. Mm-hmm. So I'm music. I love gospel music. So I listen to a little bit of everything. Love it. Well, at this point, I think we will wrap it up. I want to okay. thank you, Dr. Clemens, for your time. I have learned some things about you, which is amazing. And I definitely feel inspired, uh, especially by your stories about your mom and and all the hard work that that uh, you have put in and i appreciate your contributions to lincoln charter and thanks for taking the time with us here on edge of the area thank you for having me absolutely uh thank you to our listeners for tuning into this episode please tune in for our next episode and go eagles I want to thank all of our listeners and subscribers for taking the time to listen to the edge of the airy. Like everything at Lincoln Charter, it takes a great team to make this podcast happen. The edge of the airy is produced by Jonathan Bryant and Taylor Helms, and Miss Helms is also our senior editor. Graphics and artwork are by, by Melissa Lasarski, and our music is brought to you by Next Mike, who you may also know as Michael Paulino Albin. Our team uses the free Anchor app to create each episode, which is found at anchor.fm. You can listen to this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Stitcher. Feel free to rate or review the podcast. It may help others to discover this content. This is Jonathan Bryant signing off until next time.